Hello, and thank you for joining us at New Jersey Wedding Podcast. I'm Andrea Pertel, and I am a full-time professional wedding officiant here in New Jersey, located at the Jersey Shore, but I travel throughout New Jersey, and I have fellow officiant and celebrant Celia Milton also with me today. She's located in New Jersey and travels throughout the state as well. Hey, Celia, how are you? Hey, I'm great. How are you? Good, good. So let's talk about our weddings from this past uh, weekend. Um, I'll start. I was at the Shore Club uh, located in Spring Lake Heights. And um, it used to be called Doolin's Shore Club. It was owned by the fabulous Susan Doolin. She it was owned by her parents before that. They were around for absolute years, years and years. And um, then during COVID, she sold it. And uh, she moved to Florida, <laughs> where she's doing great. And um, she was she was great. I loved working with her. She had a really great reputation. I'm not sure of the company who bought the Shore Club. You know, they changed the name to the Shore Club. It it looks about the same, at least the ceremony space does, and the reception space. But I do see where they talk about. Um, they're slowly but surely doing upgrades. I think they started with the hotel rooms um, and, and, the, and the outside pool area. There is also an outside ceremony area just past the pool. I have had the pleasure to officiate many weddings out there, as well as inside where they call the atrium room. Um, that's where they, we do the ceremonies when we're inside. I heard that now they are focusing on micro weddings. They have another room and they are doing small weddings. So the pluses of this venue are it's at the shore. Um, there aren't too many great wedding venues right by the beach. So it's only a couple of blocks really from the beach. So, and from the, this beautiful spring Lake park where everyone goes to take their wedding pictures on a Saturday, you will see, buses and limos with uh, the brides and grooms and wedding parties lined up to take pictures at the park or on this beautiful bridge that's called the bridal bridge. So they, um, and, and of course then on the beach. So it's great for photography. And then inside the, I worked with Penny. She's the maitre d'. She's been there for years. She's super sweet, super nice. And then Frankie was the, I guess the banquet manager. He took care of lining up the couple in the wedding party. And they are always a pleasure to work with. Um, let's see, I also had the pleasure to work with, uh, this was my first time working with these photographers and they were two women and they couldn't have been nicer. I looked them up on Instagram and their pictures look beautiful. So it was Elaine Zebley, Z-E-B-L-E-Y, and Rain was the other lady's name, and she's uh, Rain C Photography. I'm going to put pictures from this wedding and the links to everyone I worked with on all the social media sites, which uh, you know, Instagram, Facebook, and the website are all called New Jersey Wedding uh, Podcast. 
I also had the pleasure to again work with the DJs of Bar Entertainment. I really like them. They're really yeah, good. They're yeah, you've worked with them before. They're great, right? Yeah, they're They're so accommodating. Uh huh. And they they always take into account the sound for the ceremony, which I love. Yeah. It's not like an afterthought. Yeah. They had it. They had one. They had a microphone on a stand for me, and the sound was good. I don't know. Every once in a while, you get a weird echo or something like that. But but bar their sound was good. It was perfect. A mic yeah. on a stand. It was important because this couple wrote their own vows. So you right. you know you want to be able to hand the microphone off to them if they want it. Every once in a while, I will get a couple who says, eh, "I don't want a mic. It's just between us." But usually, your guests want to hear your vows, right? <laughs> Or they think we made a mistake. Right, right. So, so, um, uh, so I really, I really enjoy working with Bar Entertainment. And there's something I didn't realize with them. I saw them also setting up a photo booth, so they must DJ and photo booth to, as well. So that's nice. Um, so we held this ceremony in the atrium, which is a beautiful room. Uh, some things to know when you're looking at the Shore Club. There, there was another event happening, just just another couple of banquet rooms down. Um, but it's a big space, but uh, they do have more than one event happening at a time. And um, yeah, the atrium's beautiful. You can see the pictures of it. You see the picture of the pool out back. So I'm sure when when couples go to check these places out, they take into account those things and you know decide if that's fine with them it's fine with them the this ceremony was fun because it ended with a unity tequila shot which was a lot of fun and um everybody got a good laugh out of that it, it was a lot of fun and it began at the beginning um they acknowledge the mothers. I'm sure you've done, I know you've done the tequila shot before, and I know you've done the acknowledgement of mothers. They acknowledge their mothers with a rose ceremony. So that's, that's always beautiful. And um, yeah, so it's a great place for photos, nice people working there, good food. It gets good ratings. Um, and uh, so tell me about, you know what I, I will say that, it's a nice place if you want to have it out in their garden in the fall, because what they do then is then all the um, guests have, have gone. You don't have the summer crowds there. So you have the pool area to yourself. You have the beautiful garden and, and they'll put all kinds of lights in the pool to light, you know, tea lights or whatever in the pool to light it up. And um, I re me personally, I think that's quite beautiful. Yeah, and I, you know what? The Jersey Shore in the fall is gorgeous. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody loved it in the summer, but you know, I feel like in October, September, and October, it's really, it's such a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful place to have a wedding. And it's not, you know, it's a little bit more relaxed. It's not like frantic like you know the summer is. And uh, I'm sure that this is this is kind of a fallish kind of room. I think that would be really pretty with the exposed bricks and the, you know, it's just the, the light on, you know, um, you posted an Instagram post with a bunch of pictures and the light coming in is just so pretty. It's really it's really neat. 
Yeah, I like the shirt at the fall. I yeah, it's the, it's the best time of the year. They call it what the locals uh, summer because you still have the nice weather and everybody's gone. Yeah. And so you don't have all that traffic. Like the stoplights are on blink. <laughs> right, right, true. <laughs> uh, where were you this weekend? I was at a new, well, it's not a new venue, but it's a new venue for landmark properties called Felina. And it's in Ridgewood, New Jersey. And it is a bank. It's a bank I remember from my childhood, which uh, that was like before money, I think, but it's been a bank <laughs> forever and they've taken this space over and it's really, it's really kind of quirky. To me, it feels like, like a cool New York city space. Um, you get married right in front of the vault and my couple had the vault covered with flowers. It was really, really cool. Then you kind of, you go upstairs from the ceremony space, you go to the mezzanine. It's like a three floored space. And the mezzanine is where the cocktail hour is and you know it's and then i think they've got a rooftop little space too for like after dinner drinks but it's really it's very urban it's like really fun and urban and i mean the food liberty or landmark properties their food is insane their um liberty house and the stone house that's that group. and the ryland uh, inn as well right uh, I'm sorry, say that again. I think they are also the Ryland Inn, right? I think you're right. Yeah. Their food is always really stylish, beautifully served. Um, they had a they had an entire cocktail bar devoted to their dog Ollie because Ollie <laughs> had three drinks, and one was uh, one was a margarita. One was um, a variety of an old fashioned. I can't remember what the last one was, but Ollie had his own bar and his own sip sticks with his head on top of it. <laughs> I love it. If you can't bring your dog and have it be part of the ceremony, understandable. That's that's sometimes too much on the dog and you. But incorporate much. your dog like this in some way with the drink and his his face oh, on the and, you know, we did we did a dog blessing for Ollie oh, because we were the minute I got that their pit they sent me their pictures with Ollie and uh, he's a Burmese Mountain Dog so he's not oh. full bred I think he's like a he's a mix because he's a little small but he is like the cutest thing ever <laughs> and like I've been obsessed by Ollie for the whole time I was writing their ceremony and of course the minute that I met, we did a dog blessing and the minute that I mentioned Ollie everybody in the audience went like bananas because it's like you know we've got another we've got another friend who'd like to be here but well they they can't be and nobody knows where we're going is that right they think they've got some like friend in like Florida who can't get here so right we have another friend that we need to like mention Ollie and everybody went crazy it's like you beautiful fabulous four-legger your parents are going to be back soon so whatever you're doing you should probably stop and they just like you know it lightened up the whole mood at the very beginning and it was it was a great it was a great sweet little wedding about 100 people and weirdly enough two of the couples in the wedding party were couples that i had married already i love it and it was like really kind of fun it's like oh we know you we know you it's like I know you do. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> that is always know, fun, right? I think it's kind of fun to have an unusual space like that, you know, because when the people get their invitations, 
it's like, oh, restaurant at Felino. We don't know what that is. And then they get there and they go into a bank and it's just, it's really, really cool. But um, landmark properties, like kind of what they do is they, they have properties that some of them are not really, they weren't really created for event spaces, but they're made into event spaces. And it just, it feels like a very kind of like cool New York vibe to me. I don't know. I, I love it. To. I'm, I actually, as we were talking, um, looked up Felina, felinarestaurant.com. And, uh, you know, if our listeners are interested, go and look at their website. They have some great photos of the space and, uh, the yeah. vault, the treasury, the boardroom, uh, it's oh, really, fun, right? really cool. Very cool. Yeah. Very fun. And the whole outside looks like a, a bank. It looks like a, a bank from an old movie, it is. right? And it's like, you, know, you can, you can have dinner in the vault if you, you know, it's, it's really cool. They know they just opened another branch of Felina at Hudson house, which is a oh. gorgeous venue in Jersey city, also owned by the same, the same group. But it's, it's so fun. It's like when you walk in, there's a big, like a store window of meat. It's like, Ooh, it's like I'm shopping for meat. Yeah. It's, it's very cool. They, they do a beautiful job. Their food is insane. And their staff is just fantastic to work with. And like every detail is just to, to the max. All yeah. Finished. That that's Good. always great. Um, you know, one of the things, uh, I, I love showing up to a ceremony, you know, I, I mean, like you, I own my own company. I'm working out of my home unless I, I'm going to a venue to perform the wedding. So my coworkers, in a sense, are the people you work with when you show up at the wedding. We all become Absolutely. the wedding team. So the people who are working at the venue that we have contact with, the maitre d's, uh, banquet managers, whomever is, is in charge of the whole ceremony and the whole wedding area, the photographers, the DJs, if they're musicians, you know, uh, sometimes even the florists, uh, whomever, we all become their team. And it's so great when you show up at a, at a place like both of us did the, our past weddings. I really liked the folks I worked with at, um, the shore club and you like the folks at uh felina yeah it, it just it makes it fun you know it makes me smile i like it it's it's so yeah. great yeah well you know because you you've got a team and you know that you know you know how the photographer works and you know how like i had um craig scott um as the dj but they brought a violinist and it was absolutely it was really perfect for the space but, you know, I knew the photographers, um, Megan and Kenneth, I've worked with them a number of times in the past couple of months. And we all kind of like, know. I think we all breathe a sigh of relief when it's like, oh, I know them. They're great. They're not going to be in, they're not going to be in my way. I'm not going to be in their way. You know, they know I'm going to move out of the way for the kiss. It's just, it's going to be easy and fun. And I, I think that this lets us do our best work because we're not worried about, Oh my God, it's somebody's friend with a great camera who like has no idea what to do next. Or, you know, somebody's efficient 
who has never done this before, but we can all relax because it's like, okay, it's going to be great. Right. It's going to be fun. Right. Yeah. I always yeah. think, and we talk about, uh, you know, we always include a tip in the podcast and with a tip mm -hmm. and that, that's what I wanted to touch on the tip of go with professionals with professional photographer, professional DJ, and a professional officiant. We all know that you can grab a friend to do it, but, and it has become more popular in this. It seems like just in this last year, it's become yeah. more popular. And the feedback that I have gotten just in this last couple of weeks from, from a bridal show I did over at Clark's Landing, from working with musicians, um, and just, you know, some of my latest weddings, I have thought if this was a yeah. friend doing this, there, there would have been a mess up. There would have been things forgotten. So one of the banquet managers said to me, Hey, how you doing? You know, when they saw me at the bridal show, uh, she goes, Oh, I, I can't take the friends doing it anymore. I asked them how long's the, your ceremony and they'll go, Oh, it's 20 minutes. And she goes, and it'll be three minutes, three to five minutes of them talking about themselves and not, not talking into the microphone or not standing where they should be. They're standing askew. And that throws everything off. It throws off the cocktail hour, the food, you know, the, every, the kitchen's on a timer, the cocktail, the bartenders are on a timer. You, you can't say you have a 20 minute ceremony and it only lasts three minutes. And the same with, you know, connecting with the DJ or the musicians, they're saying, Oh my goodness. You know, we ask them, you, you show up and we coordinate the music cues with them. And if you're, you're off, you kind of make them look foolish or the couple is hired musicians to play a certain song at the end. And your friend doesn't do the music cue like they said they would. Uh, forgets the last half of the ceremony, freezes up. This is what someone just recently told me. And so they didn't get the music that that they had planned and wanted, you know? Yeah. So. Well, no, here's the thing. We've talked about this before. The most expensive piece of this whole day is your reception. Right. And we're the pivot point. Mm -hmm. The ceremony has to be, it has to be a certain length it has to have a certain tone. It needs to have people come in and make, listen, maybe, frankly, maybe they're expecting the ceremony to be terrible and they just have to sit through it because there's a glass of wine at the end. But that what we do <laughs> sets the tone to the whole day. Part of that is having the timing right because five minutes, people think that like stuff on paper is like, oh, it's five pages long. It's got to be like 30 minutes. It's like, no, it's not it's going to be 11 minutes long. Right. And, you know, we know that, so, yeah. you know, when your people leave from their reception, they expect to be greeted. They don't expect to be like herded somewhere and like kept there for 20 minutes while they put ice in the bins. Right. Now it's, it's, you know, it's not just like the ceremony. It's the first start of the day. Right. And, and, and when know, the friend you know, does it and messes up, it, it's got a domino effect of making other people look yeah, bad. Yeah, like, like maybe the bartender wasn't set up on time or the, the food's not coming out on time, but no, you, you, you didn't do a ceremony, you know, no, and everything looks screwed up and you know, everything isn't screwed up, but you don't want the thing that costs $50,000 to look like it was screwed up. Right. Because right. Somebody didn't get their timing right. And you said and, the tone of the day, which is so good. This is the, the, the start of your whole day and, and it, and it should yeah. start that. And when I think of tone, I know there are like at least two DJs out there that are now like, Hey, 
um, we're there. Let us let us also do your ceremony. And I think you don't want a DJ doing your ceremony for heaven's sakes. There, there's a personality. There's a voice to do. You don't want it. It's not an MC job. There's there's right. more to standing up there and just saying a few words and and now you're married you you don't want it emceed you want it spoken beautifully and written beautifully and personalized and reflecting of them and so this 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 is why we don't dj i know i don't i don't say i've got a spotify list and some speakers let's go no because we can't get 150 people onto the dance floor on a friday night when they're all tired from being at work we can't do that we do what we do because we do it really well right and you know i listen i love the djs that i work with i love them i love them yeah me too i i the, the companies that i recommend i love working with them when i see somebody's like oh my cousin's doing it he djs in a bar it's like Oh my God, that's like just not a great idea. <laughs> yeah, okay. I've had that. Yeah. My friends got some equipment from DJing at a at a party once. We're gonna use him, you know, right? But uh, it's like uh, just a few know. things that I like when I think of these last ceremonies I did, you know. So I get in and um, touch base. I know to go and touch base with the the couples. In this case, it was the bride because they weren't doing first look till she walked down the aisle. And it was, uh, she forgot to ask the florist for the flowers or somehow the two flowers or roses for the mom. She was all set to pull things out of her bouquet. Uh, first of all, I knew to ask for it. And I said, no, don't you do that. I'll go take something from the garden or this is a beautiful venue. I'll go find, um, I'll go find two, don't worry, I got this. And they forgot their vows, but uh, booklets, but you know, a professional always asks the couple to, email them their vows in case that happens. Yeah. And we have them printed out in our book on a beautiful piece of paper to hand to them at the appropriate time. I, I know right. to take in the ceremony space and to make sure the shots of tequila are there and make sure the spacing is right. For, it's just a busboy putting the table down. I'm going to make sure that the table's where it should be. I have enough room uh, to step out of the kiss, that the couple has enough room. You know, all these little details that would throw a novice your friend off or somebody without experience, the person who's, this is their side hustle and they do 10 weddings a year. They, they don't know these little intricate things to do because we are the closest to the couple and we have a unique perspective that even planners, banquet managers don't have. And they're used to the efficient taking on this, like not worrying about it. Oh, the, the officiants right. taking care of the ceremony part of it as well. They right. should. They, they expect that we're going to come in. We're going to work with everybody else. They're going to have the cues together. They expect that we're going to like take care of this as professionals. We're not going to walk in and we're like terrified because we've never done a ceremony before. And we've probably like, Took, take some, we took some stuff offline right. that we've never said before. And it has nothing to do with the couple at all. Right. And, you know, here we are, yeah. you know, it's like, whoa, you're like, you're, if, you know what, if the efficient is terrified, public speaking is the number two thing that people are afraid of besides death. Okay. That's like pretty close. And <laughs> if your efficient has never done this before, they are going to be as terrified as you are and they can't help you when you get stressed out they are going to be just as stressed out as you are they can't help you 
That's where we come in. And talking about money, if you think you're saving money by not hiring an efficient, which is the probably the least expensive vendor, um, you you're you have a photographer and now you're stressed out at the let's just let's call it the altar or you know at the front of the ceremony you're stressed out those pictures it's all going to show in your face you know you want to look relaxed and happy and smiling and and just relaxed because you you got a professional has it you're not all as ner- you're not picking up that nervous energy yeah well and you know what you're you're efficient is either going to if it's a friend they're either going to be not professionally dressed they're mm-hmm. going to be in a strapless gown which mm-hmm. i'm sorry it's fine for a bridesmaid Pretty it's uh, fine for your vision right. i don't even know they're going to be reading off three pages of paper that they printed off on their computer and it's going to look like crap or they're just going to be terrified and you know it's not like having the confidence of having done this five thousand times right. it's like okay so, you know with the vows like if somebody messes something up in the vows we're gonna make like a little joke about it we're gonna like right. move on you we know, know how we know how to like save your, it yeah you know, like your friend has no idea what to do when the you know when the flower girl is like face down on the tarmac you know <laughs> it's like we know how to troubleshoot all this stuff right so it's gonna be fine yeah i, I saw a uh like a TikTok video of a local wedding here i won't say anything but a friend was doing it and as the bride and groom turned to walk back down the aisle first of all you see the friend that's doing it is in a strapless gown and she has like three pieces of paper in her hand which that doesn't look good and then the couple walks back down the aisle and i as an officiant am going nobody handed her back her bouquet nobody gently prompt the maid of honor to hand back the bouquet and to say it is with great honor or however, congratulations, you know, Mr. and Mrs. or so-and-so and so-and-so, you know, I'm like, she needs her bouquet, you know, <laughs> it's those little well, things. It is. And, you know, the fact of like even getting stuff, like, you know, you went to your venue and you needed tequila shots mm-hmm. for your ceremony and they didn't have them. You know, I don't blame the venues because they've got a lot of stuff to like, keep track of and they're used they're not used to really having ceremonies i don't think it's but it's also the officiant's responsibility why would you why would they think that they need to help the dj set up their dj stand or pick out their music or the or the photographer decide how to take pictures they're not used to it it's it's the officiant's responsibility right well you know like little stuff like you know i don't I don't really ever do who gives this woman to this man or this man to this man, whatever. It's like, I don't really ever do that, but there's, there's a protocol, you know, it's like, okay, if I'm going to ask both of your sets of parents to agree to this wedding, they need to know that when I address them at the beginning of the ceremony, they need to say yes. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. And I'm going to go say hello to them beforehand and say, this is what we're going to do. I'm, you know, they think, they may not be English speakers. They may, you know, have marginal use of English. So I want them to feel comfortable. It's like, look, I'm going to say this. And maybe, you know, there's somebody who is bilingual in the family that can, you know, kind of like, okay, this is when we need to say yes. But, you know, it's like, this is stuff that like your, your friend is not going to understand. I think, you know, the, I think what's really great about 
being an efficient is that we've, you know, being efficient for like so long, we have seen every possible thing that can go wrong. Right. I shouldn't say that because something else can go wrong. Sounds good. But you know, <laughs> like we know how to run in run interference. It's like okay, so your parents don't speak any English. That's you know that's absolutely fine, and it's not that unusual. But you know, if we're going to do a parent support, somebody needs to let them know that. They need to respond to that so they're not embarrassed. Right. You know, it's like, you don't want that. It's like, you know, if your two year old is going to bring your rings up the aisle, it's like, please don't give them the real rings. But, you know, we, we need to, like, <laughs> there are things that we can tap dance around because we've seen it all happen before, including rings rolling across a patio <laughs> into a pond. Right. right. <laughs> but so, and everybody kind of, they're like, kind of look at you like, can you like levitate that? No, no, I can't. Yeah. Somebody, give me, somebody give me a ring. Two people give me rings. We'll like, we'll, we'll deal with the problem later. We'll figure I, it out after. Even sometimes the wedding party, cause they get nervous that, you know, the adults in the wedding party, they come down and they get to yeah. the end of the aisle and they don't know which way to go. You know, where, where am I standing? Where am I? And we can just gently, um, prompt them where to go we're just so used to it you like you like me both of us we're so passionate about what we do that it's just we're just pros at it now because we love what we do i have a oh go on go on no i was gonna say i think that like there's imperfections to every wedding ceremony and i think that that really makes it human because it's not a pageant it's right. not like authenticity you know, like, is you know, better you know, than perfection. Okay, somebody doesn't go to the right place. So we like guide them to where they're going to go. The flower girl, I don't know, one of my weddings last week, one of the flower girls threw the petals down. The other one decided she was going to pick them up and put them back in the basket because <laughs> she's been told that like, you don't throw things on the floor. It's like, you know, there, there are human elements that make it all kind of fun. But, you know, do you get freaked out about it if you've never done a wedding before or do you just handle it because right. you have thousands, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Celia. I have never been to Felina restaurant. It looks beautiful. And thanks for joining me today. That's all for us guys. Uh, again, look at the, everything's going to be on my social media pages, which are all called New Jersey wedding podcast. Celia Milton can be found at New Jersey vows. Now I will put a link to that. I'm for this joyous occasion, officiating services. I'll put a link to that as well as well, as well as the vendors that we spoke about. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. This podcast is brought to you by For This Joyous Occasion Officiating Services. Located at the fabulous Jersey Shore and traveling throughout the state of New Jersey as well as parts of Pennsylvania. I provide religious, non-denominational, spiritual, non-religious, interfaith, and multicultural personalized wedding officiant services. All are welcome. 
The website is www.forthisjoyousoccasion.com. Email me at andrea at thisjoyous.com or call 848-333-9948. Thank you and have a great day.